0: ladies and gentlemen bges and gucci's welcome back to the aftershock podcast i'm mr pixel and of course with me is david shock dave how you doing man
1: i'm doing great how about yourself
0: i am waking up and ready to get this get this going seems it feels like it's been a while
1: uh i mean honestly it has it was uh
0: Yeah, I guess we kind of cheated with the last one. So,
1: I mean, it was we recorded it and then waited a few weeks to put part one out, and then a couple weeks later we put part two out. So,
0: yeah, we 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 broke our promise. We couldn't we couldn't wait. We were sitting on it. We figured let's get it out to everybody. So, gotten we've gotten some good feedback from that uh, people that listened to it. So that was that was kind of nice. Getting a little little engagement there people talking about it um we just had did you see the discord today i believe it was today
1: i did not see um, Discord today
0: um one of the the members was talking about how uh it really made them think and it kind of switched their their mindset over you know like what Bo was talking about about going from you know is this realistic and is this what I really should be preparing for? And it seems like uh, it really got people's minds going and thinking about what what's realistic and what they would really need for their situation.
1: Well, I mean that's it's kind of why we do it, right?
0: Yep, that's exactly what why we're doing this.
1: We get people to think, and I mean, not necessarily change their mind, but open their mind to different concepts mm-hmm. and different ideas and views and. And how and what other people think.
0: Right. You don't know what you don't know.
1: Yeah. And for me, that's a lot.
0: <laughs> set the bar low. I mean,
1: <laughs> we've done that with the podcast. I kind of do that with life. So,
0: yeah. That way, you, that way you always set yourself up to look good, right?
1: I'm trying. <laughs> that's, that's tough though. <laughs> So it's, it's, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. how's your week been? How's your last few weeks been or months since we've recorded?
0: Um, it's been, I mean, it's summertime, so everybody's busy, but, um, having the work schedule I do, it always makes things weird being four on two off. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I actually had, they actually lined up. It's that weird part where all the planets align. And my quote unquote weekend is actually on a weekend with everybody else.
1: Yeah. Look at you.
0: Yeah. So that was, that was interesting. Sometimes I'm kind of like, what was that? Was that Talladega nights? I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. So,
1: <clears throat> so what, what normal people do on a weekend? You have, you have no idea, right? I,
0: I, I've I just, yeah. I don't know what the day walkers do Working third shift. It's like, in, what's what's going on why is it so bright <laughs> oh crap i got yard work to do okay i'll go do that but yeah
1: wave waving <laughs> to the neighbors hey. yeah the, the, who are you i <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen you around these parts
0: mm-hmm. but yeah
1: I, I try to get all those kind of chores done and leave the weekend open
0: yeah that's what i try to do too but then half time my weekend or most of the time my weekends during the week so just it's easier to do it during the week than on the week every a normal person's weekend so that's
1: true for me it's been I don't I don't want to say busy because work's been slow Mm -hmm. lately so you know last last week I worked Monday and that was really it I went in Thursday for an hour to pick up a check and sign some paperwork but had some uh, free time last week. Um, The week before was kind of slow. I had a few days off the week before. So for the listeners out there that may not know I'm a contractor. So if there isn't work to do at work, then I don't work. So it's either, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't get to go to work and sweep a floor for eight hours if there's nothing to do. Right. So I either have something to do or I don't go to work. So I got to uh, I got to go to the range last week, mm-hmm. which was yeah. the first time in a while.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was jealous. You sent me that picture, and I was like, "Oh man, that that looks like fun." It it was fun. Uh, fun, but expensive. Right now.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: don't think about it.
1: I, I mean, I I don't. I haven't had to, uh, you know, spend stupid money for ammo because I, mm-hmm. I stocked up a couple mm-hmm. years ago. So I'm still kind of weaning through that. I did make the mistake of going to the range with a plan and then deviating <laughs> from that when I got there <laughs> and never getting back on track. So I, I don't want to say I I just wasted the time there. I really didn't realize how long it had been in you know once the you know start pulling the trigger i realized that i needed to work on the trigger mm, pull right and that was a lot of the time spent was
0: getting back up say, to where you needed to be
1: yeah i mean i've been working for probably a year on changing my everyday carry from a glock to a sig okay so you know every time i go to the range with a pistol i i i run Five to ten mags through the Glock. Okay. Because that's you know the everyday carry. But I've, you know, for the last year I'll I'll run just as much through the the Sig P320 because they do feel different.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah, you know, the what? SIG has a little higher bore axis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What um, Glock
0: you what Glock do you have or that you were using?
1: Glock 19.
0: The 19. Okay.
1: So I mean they feel you know the grip angle is slightly different. You know, when we were doing the shooting challenges, the, you know, the um, I felt more comfortable comfortable with the Sig, trying to go faster and more accurate, quicker with the Sig. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know, I've had the Glock nineteen for so long, and probably have somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight thousand rounds through it. So okay that is you know a few trigger pulls and it's kind of back to you know riding the bike kind of thing
0: right right
1: so it, it you know it tends to be back to that kind of the old riding the bike with the mm-hmm. clock kind of thing right so it you know like i said it, it had been a while so once i realized that my my trigger pull was off it uh, needed work yeah that's basically what i concentrated on so
0: yeah there's there's something about i don't know if it's the way i'm sure it has to do with just how they made it but there is something about the way that 320 shoots there's that's i i don't know what it is but and because that's what we have that's what we have at work <clears throat> and ours is for I don't know why, but that's a discussion for another time. Ours is in 45, but I just remember when we got, because prior to that we had the 226 and that was for whatever reason, that was chambered in 40 and Q Steve singing 40 caliber guy right now. But uh we went to this 45 and I was like, oh man, this is gonna be weird to shoot. And especially for some of the people I work with, I was like, this this is gonna be interesting, but there's something smooth and I guess the recoil doesn't feel as bad as you think it would for a 45. And I actually do enjoy shooting that gun. That 226 I know a lot of people like them, and maybe it's because we had it in 40, but I hated that gun. But we got the, these, these 320s, and even it being in 45, I really like that thing. If there ever comes a time where they decide to switch again and that's up, I'm definitely going to snag that and keep it.
1: Now, the what's, the what's the route capacity on that 320 and 45?
0: Oh, geez, I think it's like – eight or nine or something like that. Wow. <laughs> I, I, can, I can look it up here real quick. I, I, I should know that off the top of my head, but it's, yeah, it's, that's one of the biggest gripes that a lot of people have is, you know, why are we doing this in 45 when we could have so many more rounds in nine millimeter?
1: Yeah, I think the standard for the compact I was
0: the wrong. 320
1: 15.
0: Yeah, it's 10, I'm sorry. 10
1: plus one
0: so you have 11 full 320 what's what's the rx do you know that off the top of your head they've come up with something different
1: the rx i believe has the red dot
0: oh okay so it's the same gun. it just has the optic cut on it
2: yeah
0: okay yeah this one says full size models 17 rounds for 9 mil 14 for 357 sig and the forty Smith and Wesson, and then ten rounds for forty-five. Yeah. So, yeah, you've almost cut it down in half your capacity.
1: Yeah, so that I mean, that's what I do on even the Glock. When I run like the Glock nineteen has a the standard fifteen-round capacity magazine, and then I right. run a you know a spare mag that's a Glock seventeen with a plus five base plate. So right, right you know you'll get 20 to 21 rounds out of that which is what I do is my plan with the 320 is I have the the compact grip module which has i think the 15 round mag and then I have the there's 17 plus 5 okay which, which I think holds a true 5 so that will hold 22 rounds for some reason those depending on which brand of uh, Glock plus five that you get.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Like the plastic ones, I can only put four extra rounds in. Like the the metal shield arms, you could put the five.
0: Right. So
1: it it seems kind of weird. I I like the metal ones, though, anyways, Mm -hmm. for the the plus, because it makes the empty mag heavier.
0: Yeah. So, you
1: know, it drops out quicker.
0: I think there's my... And I could be wrong, but there there might be some inconsistencies, too, in some of those polymer ones, because when I built my, uh, my AR-9, I bought some of those. I'm pretty sure they were all Magpul, but I bought diff- different capacities for the mags. And there is one, and I can't remember which one it is, trying to put the – it won't fit in the magwell of the lower. I don't know like it's too tight so I don't know if it's swelled or if it just has a little excess material that I need to shave off but, like all the other ones fit in just fine but that one I I would have to force in to get is, it in there
1: is it a P Mag or is it a like an off brand
0: no, I'm pretty sure it's like a Magpul I mean they're you know they're the 9 millimeter, the Glock mags hmm. but yeah, it's it's weird. Like the other one's fit and I went to put that one in and I think it was one of the longer ones too. And when I went to put it in for whatever reason it didn't fit. It was the the diameter diameter of it is is too much.
1: Yeah, I have two Magpul Glock 19 mags and neither one of them work right. For some for some reason the spring follower gets hung up inside the the magazine
0: i've i've heard of that being pretty common did you
2: grease it up a little bit
1: i i've greased it up a little bit i've ran some scotch brite in there a little bit okay um and they just don't work (laughs) Hmm. and i've i've tried them multiple times because you know what I, i i have a lot of magazines for for the glock and i'm getting a lot for the p320 yeah because I, I don't really like wasting time loading magazines at yeah <laughs> so i mean if you have 10 or 15 20 mags i mean you're at 300 rounds and yeah are you really going to shoot more than that so yeah
0: it's you easier know I just, can... <laughs> you're like all right i'm almost done i have a couple more mags and then psh, that's it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do that. I also take, you know, a, a box or two to where for mm-hmm. there's something that it's, I want like two or three rounds in a magazine to have it slide oh, yeah. lock open and, and reload. Right. Then I'll take an empty mag, load two or three rounds in it, put that one in and, and go work from there. Yeah. But for the most part, that's what I take. I'll take, you know, 15 or 20 loaded magazines for the Glock. And I always seem to come home you know, the next day after a range day, I'll reload all my magazines and I'll load those Magpul magazines with the mm-hmm. big white, you know, paint marker X on them.
2: Right. Like loading
1: <laughs> them up. And then when I get to the range, I'm like, Oh yeah, why did I load these magazines? Cause they don't work. And then. Cause, I'll... You,
0: want, cause you wanted to do a malfunction drill.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I do, but it's annoying cause I'll put it in, you know, and, and go one or two or three rounds. And then it's like, Oh, uh, it's, bed again yeah and you drop it out all the rounds are loose if you turn it sideways they fall out it's oh that's
0: right
1: yeah no this is mine this is mine
0: (laughs) especially right now yeah 40 cents 80 cents a dollar (laughs) 20
1: yeah it's it gets annoying because that the, the picture i sent you where i go um impact is gravel so
0: Oh, that makes it harder.
1: Dropping around <laughs> there, especially like a steel case, it's lost. I mean, you have a better time finding brass. Yeah. Um, on the gravel, but a steel case, I've dropped quite a few that are just lost.
0: Yeah, kind of blends in.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's, that's what even... you get for cheap ammo. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I love <laughs> I I love my cheap
2: ammo.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it'll if I and I've said this all along: if a gun to run cheap ammo, then it'll run good ammo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, it, it steel is it steel. You know, a Glock barrel, a Sig barrel now is fairly cheap. I mean, you can get a stock Glock barrel mm-hmm. for eighty bucks. You know, even a nice like Faxon barrel or or a Brownells barrel is like one hundred and forty, I believe, one hundred and twenty
0: something like that yeah. in that
1: ballpark so even a nicer barrel it's not that expensive um for a glock plus it's i'm not gonna shoot it out it's a glock has that that glock 19 like i said probably had six to eight thousand rounds through it and i haven't noticed anything weird <laughs> out of it and i would say <laughs> you know 75 percent of the rounds have been steel so it's just sturdy you gotta, yeah. you gotta clean it more often
0: yeah, that's true. So what's uh what was your I guess what's the newest was that your your sig lower your little fancy green with the the stippling and all that? Is that the is that what you're going to plan on carrying or is that just another, you know, something to look nice and accessorize depending on what shoes and belt you're wearing or
1: Yeah, you know the 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 nice part about the The 320 on the Sig is it's all modular,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah. So
1: you can buy the the grit modules for fairly cheap, yeah. um, Which is nice. You can get the you know the stock one for forty bucks, and then that one, the green one, is from a FDEZ Works, okay. Um, and that's kind of a custom Cerakote. Oh, okay. Um stipple job you know a a fancier you know gucci sig i guess (laughs) grip grip module but the the bigger grip modules that kind of come stock on the on the sigs like the m17 18 models the more rounded one Mm
2: -hmm. the
1: they come like i think in three sizes small medium large yeah and off the shelf i think it's the medium
2: yep which is
1: to me just a hair too big. Okay. So I've bought a couple of the off the shelf X carry grip from oh, SIG. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's narrow for 40 bucks. I think I have an FDE and a black. Okay. So that's one of the things that I've changed out on, on, on both SIGs. I have an M17 also that has the longer slide on it. Okay. Yeah. And then the the one I plan on carrying was actually a police trade-in at AIM early last year, January, February last year that I bought. They had, you know, a bunch of police trade-ins for nine millimeter. Nice. But they were selling. Yeah. I went in there to pick up an order and there was a guy in front of me buying, I think two or three of them. Jeez. (laughs) And so, you know, he was filling out the paperwork, the background check paperwork, and they were sitting on the counter and I looked at, you know, looked at them and I said, those are, those are used. <laughs> and, and the guy named said, yeah, they're please trade in. And you know, the guy filling out the paperwork said, yeah, I, I came in to buy one. <laughs> and I, I want to say he walked out with three. Wow. And there was, like I said, two of them sitting there and they went to get another one or something. He said, they look brand new. So I'm buying three of them or something. So. You know, he twisted my arm until I left with one. (laughs) So, I mean, it's been well worth the purchase for, you know, under 300 bucks for that 320.
0: Now, what do you think that guy did? Do you think he held on to them or do you think he turned around and sold two of them when all the prices got jacked up and made all of his money back?
1: (laughs) I mean, if he wasn't buying them for the wife and a son or something, just buying them for himself, I'd, If it was me, I'd probably sell two of them and keep one.
0: Unless he was going and getting, you know, getting custom jobs done on them or something, so he had different versions.
1: That that's true, and I mean that's the nice that's the nice thing about those being the, you know, being module because you can, like you brought it up earlier, you could, you can have an FDE grip module for Mm -hmm. the day you're wearing khakis to work yeah or something you know (laughs) you know if i'm if i'm wearing blue jeans i'm i'm going with the black grip if i'm wearing khakis i'm going with the FDE. or there you go you know however you want to look at it because it's it's cheap and they've been sold out for a while but you can get the the apex trigger bar and
2: flat trigger
1: if you if you like that fairly cheap but i mean it's a it's a two three minute change to change the grip module out
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: You know, the the expensive piece is the trigger module and then what you, you know, the the aftermarket custom slides are pretty expensive too. Right. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you get all your serrations and all your cuts and all that. And, you know, you end up with something like, uh, you send it in and, or get it from a place and then you'd end up with something with like the block 19. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that <laughs> that that has been quite the the storm on the Internet lately. Uh, and, you know, you know, what's
1: funny is I saw that on another YouTube um, gun show and at first looked at it, it my first thought was that is a goofy weird looking gun. Yeah. And then my second thought was I want one.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's one of those where it's like, you know, if I had extra cash and that I wanted that that's something silly that I that I would do. Like <laughs> it just it, it's it's rare, it's interesting, it's different. And
1: Well, the the Lego sights and red dot, you know, not a red dot, red dot that's mm-hmm. on it was even more intriguing of having that on a pistol that looks like stacked up Legos.
0: Yeah. I guess guess let me look at 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 a picture here, I guess, so that way I can describe it appropriately for anybody who might not know. So the Block 19 is a pistol that, what was it? Is it Culper Precision out of Utah, I believe? it was called yes. or it is called they're still around mm-hmm. so they made this you can look it up there's plenty of pictures on the internet because of the the, the the storm it created but it is it's a glock that they made it looks like legos the the slide is red and it has all the little what would you call those dimples i yeah. guess Le- you know like Block knobs, yeah. The, those, the, the little round knobs that, that, when you think of a Lego that are on the top, it has those, and then the the grip areas the front, the back, the sides, and up towards the front that most people stipple, those have the little circles as well. And then to top it all off, the, the slide is red, so it looks like a big, long Lego. That you know those ones you always wanted. If you're just you didn't want to put a bunch of them together and and you know stack them like bricks, so you could just slap one big Lego down. Um, the the grip is yellow, but the stippled quote unquote stippled areas are blue, and then it looks like the trigger, the mag release, and the slide release are green. <laughs> and these are all like Lego colors too.
1: Very Lego colors, yes.
0: And then the front sight looks like those real little tiny ones, and there's different colors. And then I've never seen, oh, is it two? It looks like it's two pieces that have a, a hole in it that are in a line. And then you put, there's a fiber optic that slides through there for the front and then i'm assuming they just use similar smaller pieces or they paint it took to like similar smaller pieces for the back but yeah like you're saying apparently you could get actual lego pieces and put them together in a i'm gonna assume it's like a square rectangular actually right you know what there's a picture <laughs> i'm looking at right now that shows you how to do it Oh my yes yeah, yeah there's a rectangular configuration i mean it looks just like lego uh instructions across it shows you it's like step five step six and it shows you what pieces you need for each one and then it shows you how to make the rectangle and then you put one of those little pieces in there and put another fiber optic on there so it's not actually a red dot but there's also it looks like plans to make suppressor height rear sight <laughs> To co witness with your red, your quote unquote red dot. Did you did you find it?
1: I didn't find that. I found a better picture that shows both sides. But oh, does it? I did not find the instructions.
0: Oh, if you're on, if you're on Google, just type in block nineteen and then go to the images, and then you're going to see a thing that looks like the instructions for the, for the rear site. I, I think this is hilarious, like. This is one of those stupid things that I would do if I had extra money and wanted to make something funny.
1: (laughs) So can Donovan make one of these?
0: Well, I think the problem... I mean, he could probably do the coloring. I don't know. I mean, that's probably a custom slide, and those are probably custom... I mean, the grip, you're not going to need it as much. It's just aesthetics. But the whole point of the slide is it's actually... I, to spec that you can attach Legos to it. But obviously the problem is the Legos aren't going to hold up with the torture. The, the, you know, the forward and back of the slide. So They said that you're actually going to have to basically super glue it to keep it from falling apart. And then even then, I don't know how you're going to keep it on that slide unless you're super gluing it to your slide. And I really wouldn't want to do that.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's a if it's a block nineteen, why not?
2: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, are
1: are, are you really going to carry it, <laughs> or are you going oh, yeah, to take it to the range it. with the new people?
0: Yeah,
1: and be like, okay, until you can prove that you can handle a weapon, you get to shoot this. <laughs> it's so awesome. So
0: I did find I did find the instructions. Find the instructions. Yeah. yeah. If you do an image search, it'll you'll find the instructions.
1: That's so awesome.
0: So, obviously, it didn't take long, and Glock wasn't happy about it. And I don't know. Well, I guess I shouldn't say weren't happy about it. I don't know if this was a damage control thing or what exactly it was, but they released a letter going on about um, basically saying they didn't condone it. And I think there was a combination of between it looking like a kid's toy or whatever and the whole don't modify our stuff Glock perfection you know I mean, I, I think it was probably more of a damage control thing in case something happened because you can't tell me that of all, of all companies, Glock, who probably has one of the largest aftermarkets for their products, is really going to put their neck out like that and anger everybody <laughs> you know it seems like a, a like a liability thing that they were trying to get ahead of cuz i mean glocks are like ar15 you know what they call ar15s the lego of of rifles yeah you know and, and i think glocks kind of in the pistol world has become that as well
1: yeah i was, I was trying to look for the letter real quick cuz i i want to say that that was basically you know they they didn't approve of um Yeah, the Glock being used as as to look like, you know, built to look like a child's toy.
0: Yeah. Um, Actually, I think, actually, I believe, I think somebody posted it on the Facebook. So, Wasted Ammo Podcast, if you're not there. And then I believe I posted that on, we have an Instagram now as well, Aftershock underscore podcast.
1: Um, That's where I saw it.
0: is that where it it was i think i I might have i I think i might have accidentally cropped off the ends a little bit but turn this into you
2: guys look at the internet but um actually
0: wow did they take it down
1: no it's on there
0: okay oh here it is i found it Um,
1: yeah, it so said they weren't 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 happy with the mimicking of uh, toy lego blocks,
0: yeah, by adding bright colors to the pistol and covering the exterior of the pistol and materials that mimic toy lego blocks, they've been made aware through news articles and through public concerns posted on social media. Uh, and then they immediately were not affiliated with Culper Precision Arts products and have no involvement in the designer sale of Block 19. Yeah, because they're buying Glocks and then they were doing that on their own and then, re, and then selling it as that. They're not. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that Glock wasn't making that because it took them how many years just to make. <laughs> <laughs> a new version of something that people were like oh okay now now you've because forever it was what was everybody waiting on was it the single stack or was it a, a color like uh, black they went from that weird
1: well yeah the the polished slide was okay, was one yeah. of the first things that they that they were working on and then the other was this this single stack
0: yeah. For the, I mean, it took, it took how, how long for people saying, Hey, when are you going to make this for them to finally make it? I don't think anybody's going to jump to any conclusions that Glock is suddenly releasing firearms that are something other than black or gray.
1: Well, the, I mean, they're not really known for innovation.
2: <laughs> yeah. Pushing
1: product forward. So well, every, it's perfect. well, I mean, every, <laughs> every couple two or three years, you'll get a, a new generation of the gun mm-hmm. that didn't really change a whole lot.
0: Yeah. It's just like one one or two features were modified yeah. or something. And
1: yeah. And I mean they do have um they have released and allowed aftermarket companies to yeah. You know, code. They
0: have was it a was it a Vickers they've done? Um
1: or well, Viking
0: Tactical, I think, or something like that. And
1: yeah, they, I mean, they released the, the 19X and FDE. And then they have some of the other ones that are, what is that, like a Tiffany blue color?
0: Oh, okay. That, yeah. That
1: they did. The 43X had a polished slide. I think there was another one that had a polished slide. And then they've allowed an, another aftermarket company to sericote to them and, Okay. Add yeah. add color. Because I think I've seen a red one somewhere before. An really? old red Glock or all pink Glock. And I can't remember where I heard that from. It it would have been like a gun store.
2: Oh. Somewhere
1: yeah. that said, you know, they're they're allowing now, you know, they'll sell just the grips, you know, ah. basically a gun to an aftermarket company to go cover. Right.
0: Them. Okay. Yeah, because according according to that statement, they don't endorse modification of the firearm aftermarket. It was like, come on. <laughs> What's the first thing everybody does when they get them? They put something different on it.
1: They they change the sight, <laughs> and then they change the trigger. I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of a you know, the standard Glock thing. I and you know, it's it's weird because you have the diehards that, that don't want to change a Glock.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if it works, it works. That's fine. But everybody's yeah. different.
1: And you know, I've heard I've talked to a few people about that. That you know, there's a couple guys that I know that they're changing their everyday carry gun every three or four months. And I said, mm. Well, how do you you know, I'm kind of that well, you and I talked about it on text the other day of of I'm um, I've spent a year trying to change over my everyday carries. So right. I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm against change, but changing is a little hard for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've asked people of why, why do you change your everyday carry gun? At what point do you feel comfortable that the, the gun you're going to go to carry is something that you have faith in that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I had a buddy of mine tell me, he said, well, I put 200 rounds through it or I mm-hmm. have to have 200 rounds in a row that don't fail. And you know, my question back was: Is that 200 rounds of um, self-defense ammo, or is that just 200 rounds of target ammo, or right? What what kind of ammo? Because you know, my thing for a long time was I would um, I had the old Federal hollow points that was a true hollow point. You know, there was oh, no- yeah. nothing in the middle. And I think I carried that ammo around for years and years. And then I had a, a, somebody on a Facebook group or something say, Hey, it's it's my birthday. And every year on my birthday, I buy myself new self-defense ammo.
0: Yeah. Kind of like the whole uh, picking a holiday or something like that and change all the the batteries in your smoke detector.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of, question that of like well does does ammo go bad right you know and and i thought you know my kind of thought process was maybe it is time to change the ammo because mm-hmm. it's been you know it's been in a magazine for years right.
0: so my I, biggest con- i was say my biggest concern with that and i've witnessed is if you don't rotate the rounds because if you're constantly putting the same say if you're just you, just popping that mag out and just putting it to the side and then putting it back in, you have that, you have where the bullet actually starts walking back into the casing and compressing, and then you might have a problem with it actually firing. And I've, I've witnessed that before. That'd be my only concern, really. I mean, as long as you're, you're not throwing it in the mud or whatever, you don't have to worry about moisture.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I've heard that. Of rotating, you know, the top five or six rounds in the mm. magazine to get away from using the same one all the time. But therefore I uh, probably three or four years in a row, I changed out my carry ammo every year. Okay. So I would go shoot, you know, the three or four magazines worth of horn a day,
0: right?
2: You know,
1: self-defense ammo. I'd you know, I'd go buy four new boxes I'd go to the range shoot the year old
2: mm-hmm.
1: buy the same ammo you know to put it back in the gun right because that you know when I changed it because I was talking to a guy at um where it would have been an aim I believe to say hey you know I saw somebody talk about this is this a good idea so buy? you know obviously the sales guy is going to say by all means buy ammo yeah <laughs> But you know, I think the guy I talked to said, "Yeah, I change it out every every year, also." And and he said, "You know, if you're going to change brands or change from a 115 to a 124, you
2: know, mm, grain, yep.
1: then you want to shoot a box of that ammo or at least a magazine or two through through the carry gun to make sure it actually works."
2: Right. Instead right.
1: of carrying it for a year, buying replacement boxes of ammo going and shooting the old one and then realized then that it doesn't work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's kind of what I did. I went from that old federal 10 year old ammo and and bought a bunch of Hornaday ammo, ran that through the Glock. It was fine. Um, I did have some issues with the 10 year old ammo. So I'm, I'm glad I did that. Um, (laughs) It, I had I had two or three stovepipes, so it wasn't that it didn't fire, but I had a you know malfunction. Okay. After you know, with it ejecting and and whatnot, but I did have a, a you know a couple of issues with that, but you know, obviously with the ammo prices last year, mm-hmm. I didn't go shoot.
0: <laughs> I don't think a lot of people did.
1: <laughs> Hundred rounds of self defense ammo to replace it. $3 a pop. Um, so I'm on year two of my self-defense ammo, but it's, it's okay. I mean, it'll, like I said, I haven't had an issue before with that stuff being a year old. I can't see it being bad, you know, two yeah. years old.
0: So going back to this, this, block 19 or i guess i guess kind of anything that falls under it the the whole customization area of firearms um obviously some of the backlash was glock making a statement about it which people some people liked some people didn't like but i think usually usually whenever there's something like that product, usually the biggest, the most, the most divisive thing about that is you're making it look like a toy. And that's, I think that's usually where the most arguing comes from. And in the gun world, for some reason we like to argue about stuff. And uh, I, I know we, briefly talked about it and I've seen some online discussion, especially in our group about that, but what, I guess, from your perspective, I guess, on a safety and customization angle, what what do you think? I mean, we both said we liked it and all that, but as far as, you know, these people that say, well, the kid's going to pick it up, think it's a toy. What what's What's your opinion on that?
1: Well, I mean, if we, I mean, let's break it down a little bit. We've heard, I, I don't know about recently, but we'll just say in the last five to 10 years, there's been, I don't want to say kids, but teenagers, young adults that have been shot brandishing a an airsoft gun mm-hmm. because it looks like a real gun. Right. And so, how, many,
0: how many times out of that, did they remove the orange tip or it had the orange tip or, you know, I, th- I think that's usually that always becomes the argument whenever we know after the fact an armchair quarterback at that, Oh, it wasn't a real gun. Then people immediately go, well, did it have the orange tip? Like that matters.
2: Well, I mean,
1: it, <laughs> when it's, when it's zero dark 30 outside at two o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, does an orange tip. Can you see it? I mean, right. The, you know, you know, we we say that, and I don't, I don't know airsoft guns. Um, I know, you know, paintball guns. If you look at it for a, a second and a half, it looks like a paintball gun. Mm-hmm. Um, airsoft looks more real, and then you have the, you know, the compressed air BB guns that are sold to be the same weight,
0: right,
2: as the, a real yeah.
1: gun, a Smith and Wesson and a, and a Sig P three sixty five. Um, and I, to be honest with you, I don't know that those have an orange tip on them. Yeah. Um, you know, they, 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 they move a projectile out of the barrel. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it is firing something. So I don't know that they have an orange tip now, honestly, you know, going back to that block 19, that looks like a stack of Legos. Um, yeah, it looks like it's a stack of Legos, but it's it's not as blocky as a stack of Legos. Right? right. Right. I mean unless you took the time to machine it down and smooth it all out. Um it still looks like a Glock. And then you have the you know you have the other ones that they get seracoded and painted like the, the Nintendo Duck Hunt gun. Mm-hmm. Um I've seen some that look like a, a Milwaukee you know uh, drill. The drill.
0: Yeah yeah.
1: And it's like, well, where does, I mean, a Milwaukee drill is not a toy, you know, is it, mm-hmm. where do we stop at a gun has to look like a gun and a drill has to look like a drill. Right. Um, But I mean, you think about it, the, a drill has a handle and a trigger, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the only right. thing it really doesn't have is a sight. Right. You know, you put, yeah. a, you put a drill bit in the barrel of a,
0: <laughs> yeah. of
1: a drill or, or whatever.
0: And you have a large battery usually at the bottom of them anyways.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, for me, it kind of boils down to uh, being educated about, you know, handguns and Mm -hmm. should we teach that in schools or, or, you know, parents teach their kids that, you know, if it kind of looks like a gun, you treat it like a gun. You know, I don't, I fall down the line of, you know, like you said, it's kind of a, it it looks cool. It's a novelty thing. Um the way gun prices are right now, would I go out and buy it right now? No. Um if I won the lottery tomorrow, would I try to find one and buy it? Probably. Um, right. You know, but it's it's honestly, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about, you know, does on the on the toy end, real, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm what's What's your views on,
0: on? So I guess I I'm looking this up as we're talking about it and this will this will feed into my 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 view on it. So, according to this article I'm if I'm reading it correctly, you're going to pay six hundred dollars or you would have if it was still around, you would have paid six hundred dollars to have, that work done to it so you are buying the firearm you're buying the pistol first and then on top of that it's another six hundred dollars to get that work done to it so how much is the Glock 19 right now
1: about yeah between five and six hundred
0: so five and six so let's let's just go on just a little on the high end just to be safe so you're looking at twelve hundred dollars for this this pistol. So when you're doing something like that, you're putting a lot of money into it. That's not something that you're going to be careless with because you've put the extra money into it. It's going to be, you know, you're going to like, just like we discussed, you're not going to be carrying that. That's not an everyday carry item so it's not like it's going to be sitting on a night out sitting out on a night you know your nightstand when you're taking your stuff off for the day or whatever so there's going to be there's always going to be extra you know if you went drop dropped twelve hundred dollars on the pistol I'd probably baby the thing a little bit you know especially if it's a custom job like that um i understand people with you know oh because they're oh, what was that like those I don't know what they call those those Roni kits or whatever that you put your Glock into and that was painted Nerf colors. Yeah, you know, I just don't see something like this being left around. Uh, most gun, you know, again, like you said, like we discussed, that's a that's a discussion piece. You know, that's the, you know, pull it out, you know, people talk about it or whatever, and, and that's it. It's not a regular gun just being left out. Um, I agree. It comes down to education. You know, if, if you have guns in the home and you have kids and they better understand that they're not supposed to touch that stuff, and you better have your stuff put away. But I just, you know, how, how often have we ever heard of and I'm pretty sure we would have heard about it if if it happened. How often have we ever heard about any time a kid or teenager or whatever used a gun and it had like a, it was a custom pistol or firearm? I mean, you yeah. you don't you you don't. It's it's always a stock standard whatever. And, and you know, if you know, you've got these times where you know, kid reaches into mom's purse or these other things that are accidents but most of the time it's you know i mean how often do we hear about them being like found like out in the wild
1: well you do, i mean you don't hear you don't hear about the gucci glocks being used
0: right in crime right Ex- exactly it's always it's a, a, a cheap banged up throwaway and i've in my line of work i've i've seen some of those and trust me those things i wouldn't even want to touch it if i thought it was a toy i mean some of the things some of the pistols i've seen so it it just comes i i think i love it i think it's hilarious it looks like something i would do and i just it it just comes down to once again be responsible and i just i I don't think something like that is going to be something a person finds laying around it's it's going to be a, reg, a regular one if they if they find it laying around. I mean, I don't know the statistics for probably large large cities that have more than likely gun crime and everything else from gangs and all that. They, then you might find something laying around, but then again, it's probably not going to be in the greatest of neighborhoods if it's being found laying laying around because somebody ditched it. So <sighs> it's 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 a responsibility thing. I don't think customizing anything like this has any bearing on whether or not a kid's going to think it's a toy. Cause guess what? They're going to pick up a regular one and think it's a toy. The, the only factor you have to worry about is not what it looks like is the fact it's, are you being safe and keeping it out of the reach of children?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're going to mistakenly throw it in the Lego box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Helping your 10 year old clean up the Legos. Right. I mean, it's like, yeah. Oh, Hey, look more Legos. Um, but I mean, honestly, having said that it's a six hundred dollar add-on to purchasing a Glock, I don't know yeah. that I'd own one.
2: Yeah, cause because you
0: have to get you have to get a blank that has to be a blank slide so they can mill it down to like to that, because you can't get that out of what is already milled into a Glock slide. It has to be a blank slide that hasn't been modified yet.
1: So I mean, you, you know, going back to an earlier question of of wanting one for a thousand dollars to you know to twelve hundred dollars, I could think of a lot of other Gucci Glocks that I'd rather have.
0: Right. Yeah, like that's that's why I said if I had like a whole bunch of extra money and you know, just for gigs and shiggles, you know, sure, why not? But that's
1: well, but I mean, you know, we already stated that you're not gonna carry it, it's gonna be a uh, conversation piece. Yep. Um when are you gonna get it out? When your buddies come over to hang right. out
0: or taking it to the range, just taking to, it to the range. Yeah. So
1: I, I mean, put it in perspective, you got the shield arms, you got the um um the fax and they have two patriot and, and, and something else. Um, you know, there's so many Gucci Glocks out there mm-hmm. in that price point that I'd rather spend the money on. Right. Because you could carry it mm-hmm. and not have it look like a stack right. of Legos, you know, tucked yeah. in your pants.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not going to be able to get a hold of one now anyways, because oh. they stopped making it because Lego sent them a cease and desist letter.
1: Right. No, I mean, it just, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thinking of like my my mind has been changed because of the price point.
0: Because of the price. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's why I prefaced that with, you know, if I had a bunch of extra money, it was just getting stuff to be funny yeah you know, no i mean if then, if then yeah
1: yeah if i won the lottery sure but you know <laughs> if, I, if i've got an extra you know if i get a two thousand dollar tax return i'm not going to try to find one
0: it's right
1: it's a novelty piece and unfortunately i don't hang out with a ton of people that go shooting with all the time so right you know, if, if I did, you don't, it was you don't,
0: something. You don't feel the need to flex.
2: No,
1: <laughs> I mean, I would rather, you know, I'd, I'd rather build something, right? You know, with twelve hundred dollars, that mm-hmm. I can go, hey, I built this and it's cooler. But yeah, I mean, now we're we're gonna, you know, get off off in the weeds, going that route. But yeah. no, I was just thinking that I I had no idea that it was an extra six hundred dollars add-on to a yeah the cost you, you, of a stock Glock. yeah
0: you, you have to get a, bl- a blank upper and then I've, they do they do the milling and all that so
1: yeah i was i don't know for some reason i was thinking this is a you know eight nine hundred dollar all in
0: oh okay to
1: buy the thing not a send us your stock glock and for right a, for a cool 600 we'll mill yeah. this cerakote it Paint it and send it back to you, kind of thing. So, yeah. I think my feelings on it have have changed a little bit.
0: <laughs> so
1: that was a, that was awful. Quick turnaround, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's the whole point. You research things, and you know, you're as long as you're open, your mind might change a little bit. So, sure. nothing wrong with that. You're just more educated. Well, let's let's end this with uh, some some good news despite a lot of negative things because of people influxing a certain state, it sounds like Texas is on the way to more freedom.
1: Yes. And I, and I Googled it and pulled it up and it says, this was from May, May 23rd of this year. It says Texas passes suppressor freedom act.
0: The, that, the name alone just you hear an eagle in the background.
1: Yeah. I mean <laughs> I'm I mean I, I think I'm heading to U-Haul to there rent you. a truck
2: <laughs> and
1: moving moving back to Texas. But they you know what, what this is is they have um they have passed a bill by a vote of ninety-five to fifty-one it said 14 democrats joined 81 republicans in voting yes on you know reg uh, taking the regulation of the $200 tax stamp off of suppressors yes now they have t- the suppressors that are bought now have to stay in texas i believe is what i had read somewhere
2: they
0: have to stay there and they also have to be manufactured there yes because the manufacturing is i understand that uh, it, it's all because you have to keep it contained within the state because what's going to happen is as soon as you leave that state you're committing federal crimes is this is they're basically suppressed suppressors in texas have entered the realm of marijuana and a lot of other states yeah is what they're doing they're telling the federal government no we're, we're going to go ahead and do what we want to do and you can't do anything about it but we've got to can- contain it and hope other states follow suit so that way it spreads
1: now, I mean, how many suppressor manufacturers will leverage this and open up a manufacturing site in Texas now? Right. So I mean, you know, like you said, especially lately in the last since since Biden's taken over, it's been all doom and gloom on the
2: mm-hmm.
1: on the 2A front and everything else. And and Texas steps up with it, you know. I didn't know this number until a minute ago when I read this that 14 Democrats joined 81 Republicans in voting yes. That's that's a to me a significant number. Mm-hmm. Um you know there's there was 80 or the vote was oh. 95 to 51. So there was obviously 51 people that voted against it but 14 Democrats
2: mm-hmm.
1: voted for this. I mean that that to me is a surprising number.
0: I'm not sure and I'm sure there's probably We might have some Texas residents or people a little more in the know than us, at least with the governor, I believe he's also, I think they're coming up on an election year. If I remember correctly, I I may have, I may be remembering that wrong. So I kind of wonder how much of that has to do with it, but at the same time, I mean, get it in there. So that way it's harder to get rid of it. That way it can't be shot down. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's been passed. So how many other states can say, you know, even if it's what's, well, you know, if Texas gets a, a new governor and there's a lot of seats changed in their house and Senate in mm-hmm. Texas and they repeal this, what's to say a state like your state of Indiana or my state of Ohio comes out and says, wow, that passed in Texas. Let's try it here.
0: hmm Yeah. Um, that's what I'm hoping happens.
1: Yeah. And and I mean, you know, I don't know how this would look for you know the manufacturing, but you know, there's there's 3D printed suppressors now. Could you 3D print your own suppressor? File a form one, keep your 200 dollars and
0: yeah, you know, make so, it out of a
1: mag light.
0: Yeah, the well, the three D printing ones are still metal. From what I've heard, the if you try doing anything other than some kind of a metal, that's the word I'm looking for? If you try to do it with anything other than metal, if say like some kind of some form of plastic or resin or whatever, they the, they just can't handle the pressures coming out of it. So, and that's not something that's readily available or cost effective for just the hobbyist. That likes to 3D print. That's, you know, you're talking like industrial machinery for that.
1: Um, I'm I might be mistaken. Is there not a polymer one now that's not necessarily plastic, but it's
0: there might be trying to think. Yeah, well, that's something we can look at and we'll I'm sure we can talk about some other time because we've discussed 3D printing and all that, but yeah, I'm sure it's probably some kind of a mix with there's, there's probably got there's probably got to be some kind of a metal or something in it to try and strengthen it because i just can't imagine polymer holding all those pressures unless you're doing something like a 22 or you know something significantly smaller with less pressure
1: right i, I want to say i i read it somewhere but it it could have been a different um c- you know carbon fiber you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah, that the the ones that I've heard that were 3D printed are, are metal of some sort. So but who knows? I mean the technology keeps changing.
1: Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look it up and maybe this uh can drive some well let's let's put it this way let's drive the conversation to Facebook and Discord. Yeah, we could ask our listeners to Let's have a conversation about it. What do you guys think of polymer 3D printed suppressors? Are they out there? Have you heard of them? What do you think? Would you buy one? Would you spend the money on one?
2: Right. right. Or
1: even further question who's moving to Texas to get out of $200 tax (laughs) stamps? I mean, I've lived there a couple of times, you know kyle's from there Mm -hmm. i think we have a listener to in texas are you going to take advantage of it would you take advantage of it if it was if this was offered in your state or if a bill passed in indiana would you run out and buy suppressors
0: oh yeah i mean isn't that how it is in europe like they don't even have all that waiting and all that they can just buy them off the shelf i mean things are more regulated over there but That's Uh, just like a walk in and grab it and pay for it. And you're on your way thing, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, that's, you know, that's the weird thing because hunting in Europe is what's the word I'm looking for. They want you to use a suppressor Mm -hmm. for the noise pollution.
0: Yeah. It's like a courtesy thing.
1: Yes. So there isn't a waiting. There's a, you know, when you go buy a firearm here, you, you go to your local gun store and you buy a, nine millimeter. The sales guy is going to ask you if you need ammo, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's part right. of the sale. If you're buying a hunting rifle in Europe, part of the sale is a suppressor. So you, do you want to buy the suppressor? Do you want to buy the ammo? I really, to be honest with you, I don't understand why there's still an NFA quote unquote illegal or, or hard to come by item in the States because they talk about, short-barreled rifles, mm-hmm. you know, these adjustable braces. Right. And you can seal it, concealing it easier by making everything smaller. Well, throw a can on there. Yeah. Well, oh, it's quiet now. Well, it, is it really? Cause I mean, your, yeah. your supersonic rounds are still supersonic for one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're adding, you know, six to nine to, you know, eight, eight, nine inches onto the end of the gun, which would make it harder to conceal. So yeah, I don't. I don't really understand why these suppressors are NFA items, to be totally honest with you. So,
0: emotions and more money for them to take from us and spend on other stupid crap. (laughs) I I think. I I
1: think you hit the nail on the head by saying money. Yeah, and it's the government collects two hundred dollars for everyone that's sold, right? So
0: yeah. More, more money to mismanage. You can throw it wherever you want instead of actually having to pay attention to what you're actually doing with it.
1: That's correct. But Bravo, Texas. I mean, yes,
0: yes. Thank you that.
1: for leading the way. Hopefully, on this. Yeah,
0: hopefully. I hope that spreads. So, well, I think we can go ahead and wrap it up for now. You have anything in closing?
1: I don't think so. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I know this is as much for me as anybody else, but get out there, and throw some lead around, go to go yeah. to the range more often than what I've been. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Prices are coming down. So it's a little less pain. So I'd like to thank everybody that's been uh, commenting on stuff and providing feedback. Uh, apparently I'm trying to make stuff easier to, to find, Uh, I recently updated a post and put some links to where to find the podcast because I'm still getting messages from people who are having trouble finding things, even on large platforms like Apple and all that. So don't hesitate to contact us. If you guys have issues, uh, we will try and and figure it out. Uh, And if you're stumbling across us somehow, despite it being hard to find us and all these platforms, and you want to join everybody. Uh, you can find us on Facebook under Wasted Ammo Podcast, and we have an Instagram that we started up. So we're trying to do a little of that, and that's Aftershock, all one word underscore podcast, and that's uh, that. That's the best places to get a hold of us, and. We'll, we'll get back to you as soon as, as soon as we can. Usually one of us is always up. I work third shift and Dave's a, a day Walker. So one of the two of us can get a, get a hold of you. We're kind of a 24 hour customer service.
1: Yeah, we have, we have a lot of the, a lot of the day covered. By yeah. Me, at least.
0: Yeah. So thanks again to everybody. Uh, we see you out there and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks.